Hi, everyone, and thanks for coming back to chat. My name is Barry Carolas, and you have tuned into Pod to Chat Talking Dance, where I share my thoughts and experiences as a professional dancer, choreographer, and instructor with over 13 years of experience working in the dance world. In this episode of Pod to Chat, I am uh, recording for you at my home in Philadelphia, where I'll be spending this coming week teaching uh, for an amazing contemporary dance company here, uh, Koresh Dance Company. They have a school with open classes, so anybody can drop in, and I teach all the way from beginner, intermediate, up to advanced uh, contemporary classes. Um, but moving forward, uh, in today's episode, I want to reach beyond our listeners who have experience in the dance world and talk to those of you listening that may be newer to watching dance or who may be interested in dance, but don't, uh, know the first thing about choosing what types of shows that would appeal to your taste. Uh, back in 2014, I was brought up to Anchorage, Alaska to direct Alaska Dance Theater. The first time I visited this incredible state was back in 2012 when I was uh, flown in to dance for the organization's pickup company. A pickup company means that they don't have a full-time, full-year contract. Essentially, when they do a show, they'll hire dancers to perform in those shows. Um, So each time that they put on a production, they might have a different set of dancers. Um... I eventually returned to the state the following year for three months uh, to share (laughs) my joy of dancing with the local population. But um, unfortunately, due to internal issues and a lack of community support, the organization was forced to shutter their dreams uh, to be Alaska's residential professional dance company. Uh, And they did this in order to save the organization and really just focus their efforts on their school. Uh, When I was asked to lead this organization, one of the first conversations we had was to figure out a way to properly redevelop the professional aspect of the organization. And my first reaction to this was that we needed to educate the community. A lot of times, dance organizations uh, just assume that people want to come and see their shows, but they're really... There are a lot of people that don't know why they should come to shows or what shows interest them. And I really felt that we needed to teach the people in Alaska why they should be coming to our shows as opposed to just thinking that if we put on a show, people will show up. So from here, I began to brainstorm ideas and ask community members about their experiences uh, in seeing different dance shows. And I remember sitting at uh, one of my favorite beer spots in Anchorage. Anchorage has an amazing beer scene. Um, And I remember enjoying a locally brewed beer. It was probably way too late at night. And I just happened to strike up a conversation with a native Alaskan woman, maybe a couple years younger than me. And uh, she asked me what I did uh, for a living, and I explained my position to her. From there, I asked if she had ever seen a dance performance. She said no, and surprisingly, she confided in me that she didn't know why she should even see a dance show, or how she would go about choosing one if she wanted to. We had a long conversation, and I want to share some of that with you here. But I think I need to take a, a few steps back first. 
I feel that dance is a complicated thing, especially in our culture. Nearly every kid naturally dances to music before they can even talk. I remember my little brother bopping back and forth. I can't even remember to what songs, but if you turn on music, he would just dance back and forth. I don't know if it's the vibration of the bass or if it's the joyful nature of the sound of music, but kids have no problem unashamedly letting the music take control of their bodies. But at some point, and again, I repeat, especially in our culture, most people lose this and they become inhibited, inhibited and shy about moving their bodies. At this point, we lose our natural understanding of the need for dance. I'm not completely sure why, but perhaps uh, I'll explore this in a future podcast. Anyway, by the time that we're adults, some of us find ourselves comfortable going out to dance at a club, and others are lucky enough to be cultured into at least enjoying watching other people dance. But for the most part, people don't understand what they enjoy in dance, or even more challenging for me, why they should go and watch or watch others dance or go and support dance in their communities. I think it, it's because we're stifled at a certain point from there. Sorry, I, I think that we're, we're stifled at a certain point, and from there we just avoid the topic, which means that we're avoiding educating ourselves on the topic. So let's get started with this education thing. Why should someone see a show? All right, first things first. My opinion is that the public should go watch dance because it brings us back to that infant toddler like stage of life uh, where people are uninhibited and lacking fear of judgment. Dance can remind us of how innocent, kind, and beautiful it can be to be human. From there, it also shows us how evolved, imaginative, and supernatural it can be to be human as well. It really covers all spectrums of possibility within humanity. Next, going to the theater and watching dance really gives us a chance to step out of our own lives and our own minds for a little while. Um, a good example of this is actually what happened to me this past week. Unfortunately, I found out recently that a, a really good friend of mine passed away, and it was a really difficult time for me as I lived with her for for a couple of weeks during a gig in Los Angeles and we traveled together a little bit and in certain situations she's protected me and she's also a benefactor for my choreography and my work um, so it was just very difficult to get this news um, after hearing about her passing I was lucky enough to actually have dance by my side. A friend of mine took me to Lincoln Center uh, in New York City this past week to see the legendary Paul Taylor Dance Company perform. Before I went to go see this performance, I had spent <laughs> a handful of hours uh, on the 19th floor of my friend's apartment that I was cat-sitting for while they were in Africa, just shedding tear after tear, <laughs> drenched in my own sadness and sorrow. The second that I sat down at the theater to watch this company perform and the lights went off and the orchestra began to play, I forgot about everything that was happening and I was just entranced by this company of amazing movers. We all have good times in our lives and we all have bad times and sometimes when there is bad we don't really know how to express it appropriately. 
Watching dance can not only be an outlet for viewers, but it can offer some solace and or solace and offer ideas of uh, ways to cope with with things that we're experiencing. The last reason that I really feel that people should go watch dance is because it enriches communities beyond just the individual. If you look around the country, any thriving city has a thriving art scene attached to it. I feel that a lot of people think that money in these cities bring that art, but I think it is I think it's the other way around. If you bring art to cities and you bring it into people's lives, they understand the importance of that art and they want to give back to it and also to help promote it. They know its benefits and they know it improves the quality of life, so they find a pathway to make that happen. Beyond this, the most thriving arts organizations in the country, even beyond dance companies, uh, they give back to communities throughout reach programs. These programs go out to underserved communities or communities that maybe aren't able to access this art, and they improve the lives of those uh, living in those communities. I'm not religious, but uh, what's that saying? I, is it idle hands are the work of the devil? Um, <laughs> but it's whatever that saying is, I think that art gives people something positive to do and it really does change people's lives. Now, let's get back to that conversation I was having with that native Alaska woman in Anchorage over a couple of beers. Uh, after having an in-depth conversation about the arts, she mentioned that she wouldn't even know which shows to go see. And I get that. It may seem daunting to figure out what productions you should attend, especially if you're running on limited funds. But there are pathways to make these choices. The first thing that came to mind that I asked her was, what did she value in her life? And for her, it was her community of fellow Native Alaskans. I asked her if she had ever seen a production that involved Native dancing. Her eyes lit up and she stated that she had never even thought about that. All of a sudden, she started telling me about her experiences growing up in, in her, cultural, in her culture, uh, going to powwows and hearing and feeling the sounds of the drums, which uh, for Native Alaskans, it represents the heartbeat uh, of the person and of their community and their culture. Um, And she she kept on speaking about how much she just loved that that feeling and how much it meant to her. I suggested that she go online and do a little research on productions that involve native dance or that utilize music that was more percussive. Right away, she told me that she had seen a TV spot for production that I just happened to be involved in, but hadn't outright told her yet. Uh, but she had told me that she had seen this TV spot that for the production that was taking place uh, at the local theater about a modern-day Native man losing his connection to his culture and finding his way back. She exclaimed, I'm going on my phone right now and I'm going to buy these tickets. Uh, so that was <laughs> definitely a win for me when it came to, to trying to help educate the community. Um, this story is a clear example of the best way to go about choosing which dance productions to go see. If you are apprehensive, I wouldn't always suggest uh, playing the dance show lottery and buying tickets to a show you know nothing about. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's better to do a little bit of research first. 
Many regular audience members get their first viewing of Dance Reluctantly, following their dancing siblings to see them perform in a local school production of The Nutcracker, or their friend or lover forces them to go see a show. Then once they actually go to the show, they get it, they love it, and they continue watching. But for most, I would suggest trying to find shows that portray either... Uh, something that you are interested in or uh, something that inspires you. Perhaps if you love classical music, go and see a full-length classical ballet. If you love reading Shakespeare, go see a production of Romeo and Juliet or Othello. If you love electronic music, maybe check out a contemporary dance production, uh, their a production's website, and uh, be sure to look at the music selection before buying tickets to their show. If you love show tunes, you could go see a touring Broadway production, and if you prefer storytelling, look for some dance theater. There's something for everybody, and I feel that a lot of potential audience members are often deterred from watching dance because they see something outside of their taste, and they don't like it, and they assume that that's all that dance is. It's essentially the equivalent of uh, what I wanted to do to force my partner to love sushi. Uh, we were heading to Japan, and I, and I assumed we'd eat a lot of sushi while we were there, um, so... We went to a, a restaurant, and I tried to force him to eat raw fish right away. Um, and he's really squeamish around meats and fish. Um, it would pretty much be the equivalent of me being like, here's some sea urchin or some tuna tartare. Um, I eventually ended up just giving him some cooked fish first, and now he actually likes sushi. Um, but most people need to be, like the sushi, most people need to be introduced to dance. And if you're doing it on your own, this is how you should go about choosing different shows. Alright, so you finally taken the leap and you bought a ticket to a show, and you didn't like it. <laughs> should this be the end of your dance viewing? Absolutely not. Just like music, no two dance productions are alike. If you play bluegrass music for somebody who loves rap, they may or may not like what they hear. If they didn't like it, that doesn't mean that they also dislike classical music, electronic music, R&B music, and everything else. You just have to sample things. If you really aren't sure what you like, many companies have free or reduced admission, educational showings, they have lecture demonstrations where they'll show you portions of their programming and they'll uh, have a talk while they're doing it to explain to you what's going on. Um, and also for other shows, they'll put on pre-show talks or post-show Q&As to help the audience understand what they're watching. Additionally, in the process of educating yourself, it can be really expensive to purchase tickets. So if you are still in that sample phase of, of learning what you like in dance, I suggest uh, a couple of ways to keep your costs down. Many people don't know uh, that theaters often offer uh, rush tickets on the day of, of shows. Often these are just tickets that are left over... Um, unsold tickets at greatly reduced prices. I've actually gotten some of the best seats in the house for 15 to $30 at some of the nicest opera houses in the country by just taking the risk of going to the theater the day of the show and hoping that they, they have rush tickets left over. Sometimes they run out and you just have to wait till the next day or uh, the next production. But for the most part, I, I almost always am able to get rush tickets.
Other ways to save on tickets would be to call an organization and ask if they sell tickets to their dress rehearsals or if they have in-studio showings or rehearsals. And in these instances, while you may not get to see the full theatrical production in its most purest form, you can still get a taste of what the organization has to offer or what types of dance they do. Um, and then once you recognize that this is something you really like, it might actually be worth your while to pay for a full ticket. If you really can't afford a ticket, but you want to see a show, <laughs> I'd suggest you do what I do. Uh, I'm a full-fledged coffee addict, and uh, you'll probably learn this over time listening to our chats. Um, but if I need some extra cash flow to purchase a ticket, I'll give something else that I appreciate but don't absolutely need, like my daily latte. Um, if, if it means five days of no latte to get $25 to go towards a ticket, I think that that's a worthwhile thing. I would have spent that money anyway, and while I may have very minor withdrawal symptoms, um, it will give the, the chance to see something exhilarating and moving, and it's a, it's a worthwhile return. Dance is really important to me for obvious reasons. But I want to make sure that you understand why it, it's important for all of us. Dance can say things for us that could never be said through words. It can be physically impressive and emotionally jarring. It can heal and it can shock. It's the ultimate expression of everything it means to be human. It can say what words can't by using emotions in your body to move oneself. Without support and an audience, the art form will die, and we will be left in a world without movement, without our most physical outlet, and without connection to one another. It isn't as scary to take the plunge and see some dance, and even if you don't enjoy it, it will only be a few hours of your life. So get on out there, go support your local dance scene, and go see some shows. I think that that's about it for this week. Uh, thanks again for taking the time to grab a cup of coffee and to sit down and talk dance with me. I hope that you found this episode of Pod to Chat inspiring and helpful, and I hope that you really do go out and see what's happening in your local dance scenes. If you're enjoying our chats, please feel free to share our podcast with your friends and on your social media networks. Also, be sure to take a moment to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my blog and YouTube channels. If there are ever any topics that you would like to hear me chat about, you can feel free to message me through my contact page on my website. Thanks for listening.